really need to tell better stories instead of complaining about it, right? What if we right. just start telling the stories and really flood the airwaves with something different? Right, welcome, and we are starting a new sermon series this coming Sunday called Living in a Broken World. We will be in the books of Ezra and Nehemiah. Actually going to start with Nehemiah first, then we'll finish up in the book of Ezra the last few weeks. And this week we'll be in chapter one, the first four verses. But today I was reading through the book of Ezra, and at the end of chapter 2, uh, verse 68, it says this, When they arrived at the Lord's house in Jerusalem, some of the heads of the families brought spontaneous gifts for the rebuilding of God's house. So, a little context, background of what's happening in the book of Ezra, the Israelites had uh, disobeyed God multiple times, really turned away from him, were worshiping other gods. And so the Babylonians came in, uh, destroyed most of the land and the people, and then took, you know, pretty much took everybody into captivity. There were some who were left behind in Israel, uh, including the prophet Jeremiah. Uh, but now uh, the Babylonians have been conquered by the Persians and Sirius has become king. And the first thing he does is decide to allow some of the Israelites, the Jews, to return to Jerusalem and to start rebuilding uh, both the temple as well as the city wall. So Nehemiah focuses more on rebuilding of the wall around the city uh, and then Ezra focuses more on rebuilding of the temple, which would make sense since Ezra is a priest. And so he's really focusing on rebuilding uh, the temple and specifically the altars so that they can begin making sacrifices again. So some of the people brought spontaneous gifts. Now we usually associate the word spontaneous with impulsiveness or uh, being unplanned, not premeditated, so not a premeditated gift. They didn't think about this ahead of time. It can also mean instinctive. Uh, if you look at the Latin root, so the etymology, the Latin etymology of the word suggests one's free will or voluntary. So they have been in captivity for 70 years, yet their instinctive response was to bring an offering of their own free will. Now, they didn't have a whole lot. They were still uh, captives in Babylon, now Persia. Um, but they had settled down, built lives for themselves. Some of them had land. They planted gardens, uh, raised, raised families. And when they heard that the Lord's temple was being rebuilt, they instinctively brought a free will offering, a voluntary offering for the rebuilding. So this wasn't prescribed. It was an offering of their own free will. It wasn't even elicited. In other words, not necessarily 
Ezra didn't go around asking for a gift. They heard what was happening and they wanted to be a part of that. So rather, they heard that God's house was being rebuilt and they wanted to be part of it in some way. And it's not the spontaneous gift that I'm talking about right now in this verse. I want to focus on what the spontaneity itself represents. So they had an instinct and a desire to be part of something that was greater than themselves. Now, when we hear of someone doing something great for God today in our culture, what is our response? What is your response? Do you feel guilty? Do you feel anger? Do you feel jealous or envious? Um, Do you feel overwhelmed? I think it's helpful if we first identify what we are feeling, because that will lead us to ask why we are feeling this way. Why do we feel angry or guilty or jealous or overwhelmed? When we hear of someone doing something great for God or doing something new for God, a new initiative. And so does the question I want to ask you is, does your answer include the word should? In other words, I should help. I should give. I should be doing something like that. I should be doing more. I should be doing better. I should be doing greater. And then what happens if you substitute the word could for the word should? So I could help. I could give. I could dot, 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 fill in the blank. And I'm wondering if these families uh, in the book of Ezra that we're talking about, if they didn't have the word should or use the word should or even the word could, in the decision-making process to give these gifts. It was instinct. In other words, their relationship with God was close enough that it eliminated the decision-making process. Now, let me just say, I am not saying that we should stop using our, our minds, right? That we should stop being a thinking person. I'm not saying that we should stop or not participate in any kind of decision-making process. I've talked about this before in my sermons and my podcast. Uh, I am very much deliberative, and so I have a very uh, distinct, specific uh, decision-making process. I have to think through. I have to gather information um, before I make a decision. But I'm not talking about that right now. I'm What I'm saying is, I'm saying that Sometimes, when our relationship with God is current and healthy, then we don't need to, quote-unquote, pray about it. We can give spontaneously. And if we find that we rarely give spontaneously of our time, talents, and treasures, and we use a lot of shoulds in our decision-making process, then we might might want to take a deeper look at our relationship with God. Uh, When we were in Indiana, my husband and I, on our retreat recently, uh, while we were there on our retreat, our son called us 
He had broken down on the side of the road with car trouble, and we immediately stopped what we were doing to help him navigate the situation. He was He's fortunate enough that he's never broken down on the side of the road. Uh, it's always been like in our driveway. <laughs> and so here he was, broken down on the side of the freeway, and the people he would typically call were out of state. Uh, and so we kind of helped him navigate that process. Who do you need to call? You know, tow truck, etc. He was on his way to work. Okay, call your boss, those kind of things. But we didn't, uh, we didn't ask any should or could questions, right? So he's our son and he needed help. So when he called us, uh, our response flowed out of our relationship with him. It was a spontaneous response. Well, one of the things we can do is to start by asking ourselves this question today. When was the last time I saw God at work around me and I spontaneously joined him? Because our answer to that question, your answer to that question, my answer to that question, will give us insight into our relationship with God and the desires of our own heart as well. So when you see God at work around you, when was the last time you saw that and you spontaneously joined him? In other words, you didn't you didn't think, oh, I could help or I should help. You just jumped in and responded almost instinctively and joined God right where he was at, right, right where he was already working. So I want to challenge you this week to answer that question. That will give you some insight into your relationship with God, but also into the desires of your heart. Sometimes we get stuck because we, we think there's so many things that we both we want to do and so many things that we could do and so many things that we feel we should do. And so it paralyzes us. So start by asking yourself that this question this week and then spend some time in prayer talking to God about this. May the Lord bless you and keep you and grant you his peace as you work through this question this week.